Hello and welcome to Sportsbeat After Hours. I am your host, Hemahe Muli Jr. And joining me as always, switching it up a little bit, is Zach Hicken, the What's local level I like Canuck. your voice tonight. That's like, you kind of went like a deep, sexy, like, <laughs> like if you turn on like U92 after like 11 o'clock on like a Sunday night when they're doing okay. Sunday slow oh, jams. Oh, slow jams. Yes, yes. slow jam Sunday. Shouts to you DJ sounded, Handsome Hands, Yeah, you way. sounded like DJ Handsome Hands right there, like... <laughs> Hello and welcome in. And That's uh, so when funny. you're making that sweet, sweet love to your wife <laughs> while you're listening to the KSL Sports Beat After Hours podcast, I'm Hema Hey and I want you to say my name. <laughs> don't forget the pause. Don't forget the junior. Uh, sorry. Well, you, you didn't give me long enough to pause. I'm still oh, pausing. Sorry. Junior. Right. There it is. <laughs> uh. And then also joining us is the internet Jesus himself. Sean Walker. Guys, I cannot stop laughing at this conversation, so just continue without me. But I am really glad to be here for another week because, as we know, college football is back this week. Yes, so I'm sir. really excited to start breaking down some BYU football, some Utah football, some Utah State football, some SUU football, shout out to you, McKay, and even some <laughs> state football. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh... If uh, if Sean's the internet Jesus, who's the internet Judas Iscariot? Ooh, Kirk. I, I <laughs> <laughs> WTF is Kirk? He's just some guy. You don't know. Captain Kirk. That's fair. Captain Kirk. That's fair. So who's the internet Judas Iscariot? I have I have ideas, but I'll tell you off air. Okay. This is juicy. Yeah. It's a it's a little hashtag too hot for hashtag content. Sorry that. So yeah. who's the internet? Peter Simon Peter. Uh, Hema denied. Obviously. So so Hema's denied the internet Jesus three times. Thrice. Yeah, that's why that's why we're so close. Oh okay. Right. Yeah. Cool. He had to he had to go through the uh, fi- the uh, trial of his faith. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Okay. And my ass is getting uh, crucified upside down. <laughs> Can I say that? <laughs> And it, it, it historically happened. There's our explicit tag. Perfect. Um, why are you going to Arizona? And what are you doing in Arizona? Why am I going to Arizona? Yes. Uh, well, first and foremost, I'm working. So, so working on like work stuff, or I, are you working on finding your? I just want to give. Companion? I just want to give a special shout out to at Salamanders underscore on Twitter. Okay. Uh, if you're listening to this, call me. <laughs> also, you. also, if you're not listening to this, somebody who is listening to this, aka my mom or Hema's mom, or <laughs> Zach's wife, your wife listens, right? Probably. I don't uh, think I'd one be of you, if my wife, one of you tweet, <laughs> one of you tweet <laughs> at Salamanders underscore and tell her to hey, call me. Okay, please. Sean. So I have an idea. Why don't you just tweet at her when you post the podcast online? Oh, that is that too forward. Okay, here's it's 2018. why. You there is no such thing as being too forward. Here's why I'm afraid this is too forward. So from from sound. By the way, this tweet has uh, over 1,300 likes on it so far. What? It was posted just yesterday, from her iPhone, in fact. So she's an iPhone user. Uh, she says to all the boys I dated before, they found their eternal companion three months later. So I'm just saying, like I know, as the only single member of this podcast, this tweet really hit my heart. Are we looking for a December wedding? Uh, maybe. Maybe. I'm just saying I'm single. Okay. 
I'm just saying she's in Phoenix. I'm going to be. So she then says, uh, this is the most attention I've ever gotten out of a tweet. Well, if you're male, check, I think. And over 24, definitely <laughs> check. And live in Arizona. I was born there. Carpe diem me, please. Interesting. So, Sean, I think you need to tag her in the tweet and say, just say, hey, we mentioned her tweet. And yeah. if she happens to listen. Yeah. There we go. Then maybe she'll reach out. Okay. I think that this, Sean. So if you're listening, this is interesting. Salamanders underscore. We have solved uh, a 30 me. plus year problem. Let's, we'll be honest. Puzzle. We'll be honest. 34 yeah. years. Okay. We've we've solved a 34 year puzzle in 10 minutes. That's all we need. Sean, this is how I met my wife when I was 14. Someday they're going to make a nine so season long. I figure out. Someday they're going to make a nine season long sitcom about this moment. And the payoff, we find out that she dies. Spoiler, spoiler alert. dude! Spoiler, come on! Hey, it's been spoiler. Five years. If you haven't seen it yet, Hema still hasn't seen it. Hema probably hasn't seen it. Seen what? <laughs> He's not following. Never mind. Sorry, I was looking at Never this mind. Salamanders underscores uh, profile. So, John, if you're gonna find this girl in Arizona, let's say you do bump into her. She right? is in Phoenix. I'm gonna be in Phoenix on. Thursday. We need to like figure out something you can talk to her about. I, I don't. She doesn't look like an Overwatch player. She's on Instagram too. Okay. She on her Twitter it says in the uh, the uh, part that you know you can write whatever you want. Uh, it says hot and ready at Little Caesars. That's true. So she likes pizza. <laughs> obviously, she likes Little Caesars pizza. So what does that mean? I don't know if okay. I can trust her. Let's deduce personally. what that means, okay? Okay. So here's the thing. Number one, you can't trust people who think like Little Caesars Pizza is good pizza. Okay. Okay. Um, she's a photographer as well, a wedding photographer. Like so I'm guessing she's LDS. Okay. Um, by her use of the she word eternal companion, yeah, she the term eternal companion. budget that she uses, and the fact that she's a wedding photographer. Um, fair. That's fair. Hey, uh, salamanders! If you end up listening to this. Um, we're not creepy. We're just journalists. So, like, this is what we do on a daily basis. Um, we're Some just of us applying are it to Sean's dating life right now. I'm sorry, okay? Um, but we've deduced that you're Mormon. Um, also, a high chance since you live in, like, the Phoenix metropolitan sure. area. Um, it's probably fair. It's Provo South. We've deduced that you are a girl. We believe. We think. Currently. You, and you like pizza. <gasps> oh, my gosh, guys. Is this is the beginning of my Lene Kakua story. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Hey, we've now officially wasted 15 minutes of this podcast. Speaking of which, uh, Lene Kakua's ex um, is playing for the Saints. Do you know who else is playing for the Saints? Hmm. Uh, Drew Brees, Marcus Williams. There are two of them. There are two Marcus Williams. I learned this today. One of them had a pick six the other day in the preseason. And we all thought that it was the former Ute Marcus Williams. No, it was another (laughs) Marcus Williams that played somewhere else. I don't remember where. Their names are spelled the same. How does that happen? Exactly the same. Do you think they like? I I think personally, I think the uh, Saints are trolling us. No, here's my theory. It's 2018. I almost. By the way, I almost followed the Salamander girl on Instagram (laughs) from KSL. No, I have a better theory. He so Utah's Marcus Williams identity fraud. No, okay. So big game last year, right? Okay. Saints what Vikings. Protection? Marcus Williams misses that tackle, misses it like he had his eyes closed. I'm thinking the Saints are like, gosh, I know one of these Marcus Williams we need to cut. I don't remember which one though, 
and they're just looking at the paper trying to figure out who's who, what's what. And they're like, ah, screw it. We'll just keep them both. <laughs> that's, that's what well, I, I mean, cuts are still a while away. So they're, they're about two weeks out. Um, maybe a week out. I don't know. But the real story in, uh, down in New Orleans mm-hmm. isn't Marcus Williams. It isn't Monti Teo. Sorry, Manti. I, it, I was trying to be funny there. It should be Manti Teo. Um, it should be Manti Teo. It always is Manti After Teo. all he's, he's been through, losing his grandmother, losing his girlfriend, losing his girlfriend again. I mean, come on. Um, no, it's and it's not even Drew Brees. It's Drew Brees' heir apparent. The Taysom second Hill. coming. The second coming of Drew Brees. It's Taysom Hill. And Taysom Hill had one hill of a game. <laughs> on Saturday last there. night against uh, the Chargers of formerly San Diego. R.I.P. R.I.P. They're now in Los Angeles. I'm going to crack open my drink right now because I'm thirsty. Let's pour one out for uh, our boys in San Diego who are now down to one major sports franchise. Which is if Spanish If we can even for... call the fathers that. Right. But... um. Yeah, Taysom Hill looked impressive. Uh, he is completing, I think, 80-plus percent of his passes uh, in the preseason. He's been the Saints' rushing leader for three games. Um, he threw a touchdown last night. He ran for a touchdown. He uh, converted on a two-point conversion, and he picked up a fourth down uh, on punt unit. Punt and fake punt. Fake punt. Punt fake. Oh, man. Punt fake. <laughs> That sounds dirty. But, no, Taysom Hill is impressive. Um, I think, well, his special teams plays earned him a 53-man roster spot. The fact that you can kind of combine two roles, a special teams specialist and a backup quarterback into one position is pretty nice. I mean, uh, I don't think Drew Brees' backups, I think I read something online, haven't taken a snap or haven't thrown a pass in a game in almost three years. So it's not like Taysom Hill. He's not going to replace He's one snap away, but. It's very likely he is never going to have meaningful snaps um, at quarterback while Drew Brees is the starting quarterback for the New Orleans Saints. That's still at 39 years old. Drew Brees is just rocking it. Um, We make a lot about Tom Brady and what he's doing at 42, but Drew Brees is putting up insane stats, and he has better better pieces around him Mm -hmm. in his skill positions than Brady does, so I think that he's going to have a long career, you know, as long as he stays healthy. Um but Taysom Hill is learning from, you know, one of the three best quarterbacks in the league right now, uh, and it's beneficial to him. And it showed he looks a lot better than he did week two. I mean, he made a big leap. Um, in terms oh, yeah. Of he's playing. Granted, he's playing against the threes now, but he just looked a lot more confident. Um, he's grown a lot since BYU. Um, no fumbles? No fumbles this week. No That's fumbles this week. He still looks like an NFL safety. He does. Size-wise. I mean, he does. he's just big. Yeah. But not like a but, fat big. No, 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 no. He's yeah. just, he's a big guy. He looks like he should be playing defense because he's that big. And then when you combine that with, oh, yeah, he can throw a little bit. Oh, he can I mean, run here's a little the bit. thing. Oh, yeah, he can block There are punts, two guys in college right allegedly. now that look kind of like Taysom Hill, and neither of them play quarterback anymore. They were recruited as quarterbacks. They don't play quarterback anymore. Two guys in college? Two, by, two guys in local college. Oh, gotcha. Number one's Bo Hodge. Number two is Chase Hansen. Right. Chase looks like a linebacker. Yeah, he is a lot li- because he is <laughs> yeah. a linebacker. He is a linebacker. Despite what Sean's I mean, denial he's, says, he's a safety who plays linebacker. Sure, but right. continue. Sure. 
But, um, yeah, I'm just going to say Taysom could make it at probably five different positions on the football field, realistically. And I think he would be an asset. And that's not like the blue goggle. He, he could be an NFL BYU kicker. alum speaking kick? from me. Well, he's a holder. He's, he's the starting holder. No, no, he's he's kicked 60-yard field goals in high school. Yeah. And not only that, he's I have a scratch video golfer. That's insane. Not only that, he's a scratch golfer. <laughs> he's a scratch <laughs> golfer. It's true. He's also like a financial mastermind yeah. for some reason. Yeah. Like, Taysom Hill does it all. He took a pay cut for a backup quarterback salary in the NFL. Oh, not a bad game, though. Not bad. But, not um, bad. no, Taysom Hill's looked impressive. And, um, I mean, if it comes down to it, I think uh, between him and Tom Savage, um, Tom Savage probably going to be the backup again. Well, backup this year. Uh, and Taysom will be third string again. Last year it was Chase Daniel ahead of Hill. Chase Daniel is now with the Chiefs. Um, but, yeah, we'll see what happens with uh, Taysom. I don't think he'll – I don't see foresee for another two seasons. He'll probably never get a meaningful NFL snap unless Drew Brees is hurt and sure. Tom Savage is out of the way. But he's looked really good. Um, he's earned himself a roster spot, and uh, but he hasn't earned that court starting quarterback nod. Unlike uh, a current BYU quarterback who was formerly Taysom's oh, backup. Oh, that's that's a transition. Smooth. That, was that is. Hold on, hold on. We gotta. <laughs> we gotta give a couple achievements for that smooth transition. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, after what seems like two years of deliberations, <laughs> really, it's been eight months since uh, the new staff was hired. Right. Uh, they finally picked a starting quarterback down at BYU. Um, Tanner Mangum is starting the opener over the freshman Zach Wilson. Um, we kind of knew that was coming. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Uh, I think I declared it on the podcast earlier this summer. Taysom Hill, or sorry, Tanner Mangum was the starter. But as camp went on and went on, I started to think it was Zach Wilson. Like last week, yeah. I was saying it was Zach Wilson. But then we You're actually just biased because of his first name. Yeah, you're right. Because us Zach's got to stick together. <laughs> um, Even if he does spell it wrong, Wilson. He does spell it wrong. Um, but, uh, you know, we show up to practice, and for the team periods that we're able to observe, Tanner's out there getting the first snaps with the first team. Um, yeah. And so I th- thought at that point, you know, things are kind of moving towards Tanner being the starter. It's probably the safe pick because he has experience. You don't want to throw a true freshman out to the Wolves. Now, not to say that this doesn't happen because I've seen two different true freshman quarterback be named starters at big programs in the last week. Minnesota is starting a true freshman walk-on right. at quarterback for game number one. And Name USC. Zach. Name is, Zach. Is he named Zach? He is named Zach. Okay. And then USC. Right. JT Daniels. Is starting JT Daniels, a true freshman, <laughs> uh, for its first game of the season. So um, I think Zach Wilson's going to get snaps. He's going to get meaningful snaps. And he's going to have an impact on the field for BYU this year. Um, it's just not going to be the first play of the season in game number one against Arizona. But there are going to be points in the season where he's going to be utilized. I mean, He's he's the future at quarterback, um, and I think he's going to get a lot of playing time. Uh, I mean, they moved Bo Hodge from quarterback to running back because of this, um, and uh, yeah, it's I think I think that Zach Wilson's in a good position, especially with um, the other players, athletes he's competing against right now for playing time down the road. He's bumped down Joe Critchlow, who was the sophomore who started three games last year. Crazy. 
Jaron Hall is actually pushing Zach Wilson quite a bit. Um, yeah, Jaron Jaron Hall very easily might be that actual third string. That's what everyone tells me. I haven't more. seen Jer- him Jaron Hall. Jaron Hall, from the practices I've gone to, has made the best plays in every practice I've gone to. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. He's been good. He's been real good. He's real good. Uh, Aaron it, Roderick said he's the best conditioned recently returned missionary he's ever seen. Yeah. And he spent, what was it, 11 years at Utah? So he's seen a lot of return missionaries. Yeah. Well, and he played at BYU. And he played and at BYU. Ricks. So yeah. he's seen a lot of RMs over his career. Yeah. And, I mean, Jaron Hall's just, he's an impressive kid. I mean, we got to interview Still him. Still playing the second best sport. Yeah, yeah, he was a good baseball he's a player. Great baseball player. Um, but we interviewed him. The media interviewed him for the first time on Wednesday um, because the football team made newcomers available, and he's impressive as an interview too. Um, hmm. He speaks very well. He's confident. Um, he answers the questions uh, like with confidence. You can tell he's a return missionary. Like, not a lot of true freshmen uh, kind of speak the way that he does with the confidence that he has and with the assertiveness. And he's a guy he that sounds like somebody who just spent the last two years like talking to people every day. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Weird. Um, Even complete strangers. Maybe spreading some sort of message, if you will. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, that it, it helped him in the interview room a lot. But I will say this Jaron Hall has a future at BYU as well. Or if it's yes, not at BYU, very much. he's going to make an impact somewhere and it's going to be a big program because he is a player. He is a good player. And. Man, it BYU's future is in good hands with a lot of these young guys that uh, it has coming up. Um, in you know we we've named two of them, Zach Wilson and uh, Jaron Hall, but guys like Dallin Holker, um, a lot of these guys in the secondary, Tariq Buchanan, yeah, D'Lo Gunter. Um, a lot of these guys are really talented, and it's gonna be it's gonna be fun for BYU fans to see them coming up, but especially that quarterback position. So. The one key for BYU, though, is they do have to get through this upcoming 2018 season, Ugh. which could be rough. It could be rough. rough. Uh, so it starts uh, this Saturday at Arizona. But two days before that is the official opening. Sorry to John or Sue and Hawaii, but the official opening <laughs> of the college football season. We don't season count week zero. In, <laughs> yeah. Even though it was so, the Mountain West opener. Yeah. Yeah. So the uh, the official opening of the – Local college football season is this Thursday. Boom. Uh, up on the hill at Red Cycle Stadium. Hill on the hill. Can, can I take one second to just kind of dog on the Mountain West for a second? Why on earth are you scheduling a conference game in week zero? Well, they had to. Well, still. I mean. Why do they to. have Come to? Come on, Craig Thompson. Come on. Like, this is, this is why. It's also the uh, 20th anniversary of the Mountain West. So, let me say this. When... When anyone says that BYU should go back to the Mountain West, I will point <laughs> at that game and say a game that matters is the season opener in week zero before anyone else is playing. I mean, it was a great game. And, and to be fair. Hawaii I, totally caught Colorado State off guard. I will I will give – I think this. there may have been a little bit of a marketing ploy to this because it is the 20th anniversary of the Mountain West. Um, and only one team has played in both the first ever Mountain West game and the – first 20th anniversary game. Thank you for wording it so accurately, yeah. Sean. And that <laughs> yeah. And that's uh and that's Colorado State. So Colorado State played BYU in the first ever Mountain West game. Hmm. And then uh now they played Hawaii and uh lost both of those games. So maybe they don't want to be a part of the 40th anniversary. Yeah, edition. No, maybe, um maybe keep that 
keep that out. I sorry, I just kind of had to dog on the Mountain West for a second because it ties in locally because you know. State, because that Utah, one team in Ogden you know. plays in the Mountain West. Yeah, yeah we get it. We but get it. let's let's move on to Utah, um, a team that was formerly in the Mountain West but moved on to greener pastures. Won a national championship in the Mountain Won West. Won a national championship <laughs> in the Mountain West. We find found 2008, out this weekend, right? 2008 national champions, the University of Utah. Okay, can, are we going to talk about this for a little bit? Just a little bit. Well, I think the what I mean. What is there to say? They're the national champions. That's the period at the end of the sentence. They they won a national championship according to a poll that is now officially recognized by the NCAA. So congratulations. Start selling T-shirts. Well, I guess. So I mean, so is this the tenth? This is the tenth anniversary of their national championship season. That is, guys. And guys, we gotta make T-shirts for this. And by the way, Sports Beat After Hours, Utah. 10th anniversary. National championship 10th anniversary. We Okay, guys, we are jumping ahead of this. We are going to market the freaking heck out of this, okay? <laughs> we are going we are on top of this, okay? Okay. Starting tonight, we're making a blood oath, okay? Stay okay. stay tuned to our uh, forthcoming t-shirt shop at uh, D4 Designs. C4 Designs. C4, C4 Designs. Designs. We'll have one. it we'll have it ready for the first game of the season. Not, but we'll see. In like 4 days. Yeah. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> pull your pull your strings. Pull your strings. But um, also, the Pac-12 has already claimed Utah's football national championship in 2008. Yeah, I saw that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, UCF Congratulations. also UCF also found out that it's officially <laughs> national a champions. national champion. So that's true. That's big time. And I think the Pac-12 claimed that one as well. <laughs> We're being facetious, but. But not really. I mean, conference of champions, baby. That means if you're a champion, you're in the conference. Okay, let me just play devil's advocate, right? Okay, I also think this is hilarious. Okay, it's cards on the table, but I'm gonna get a lot of hate for that probably. But 2008's team was pretty sweet. They had a good squad, right? It was. It was very good. They they beat some really good teams. One hundred percent. But it's just so weird. (laughs) I mean, okay. We don't have to talk about it anymore. But yeah, no, we're we're gonna make shirts, guys. So you fans, stay tuned. Um, it'll be similar to uh, the 1984 shirts that BYU just released for the BYU 50 boxes. Do you like the sound of that? Stay tuned. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, stay, stay tuned. tuned. Stay stay tuned, ladies and gents. Stay tuned. Um, but what do you guys what are you guys expecting to see out of this game? Um, I mean, I I feel like the one thing that Utah's probably um, looking to do. Is to just not get upset, um, and Weber is Weber State, excuse me, is looking to do that exactly. And uh, I think Jay Hill, you know, he's got his guys amped up. And yeah. He's got ties to Utah. His um, alma mater. It's his alma mater. He coached there. Um, his uh, his mentor. He's the next head coach there? Question mark. No, it's nah. Kalani Satake. No, you know who it, you know who it is. It's Gary Anderson. It's gonna be Gary Anderson. Gary Anderson's the next head coach at Utah. I'd put. I'd put money down on Morgan Scally over Gary Anderson. What about Troy Taylor? Not Troy Taylor. Mm, no. Sorry, Troy. Love you, Troy, but no. So Morgan okay. Scally. Uh, we were there. Was, there was a lot of talk this week. We were state saying like you know you know every year an FCS team beats an FBS team, which is true. We were state almost upset Cal last year, which is also true. Very true. But we were state is not going to catch Utah slipping. They're, if we if we were state, we're playing Oregon State this year. I would say 
Yeah, maybe. If they were playing Kansas this year, yeah, maybe. But Weber State's the number eight team in the FCS, and Utah's the unofficial number 28 team in the football bowl. Subdivision. Utah's should be ranked higher. Utah, yeah, absolutely. Utah's really good this year. Really good. Weber State doesn't have a quarterback. They're still a top 30 team. I mean, they don't have a defined quarterback yet. They don't have a decided yet. quarterback. Right. In um, fact, no. as far as I'm concerned, guys, there's really only one question with this Weber State team. And everyone's wondering, who's going to be the quarterback at Weber State? You haven't named a starter yet. What's the latest? No, it's, it's been a huge battle all through camp, and I've seen three guys really emerge as the ones that can lead us to victory. Uh, that's Rathan Reisdorf, Caden Jenks, and Jake Constantine. All three of those guys we can win with. I know that. Um, it'll be fun to watch them develop throughout the rest of this week and see what happens on game day. But uh, we've got a good supporting cast around them, so I can't wait to see how those guys play. So, yeah. Straight out of the horse's mouth. So, no starting quarterback named yet. Probably going to happen this week. They're going to keep it a secret so they can take advantage of the surprise them. <laughs> so, Utah's defense can't plan against. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. That, that's the plan. <laughs> Whoever the, that's the plan. No, I, I just think that they have three guys that are battling out that are pretty equal. and Two a- guys that used to play at Boise State. Plus true freshman in uh, Caden Jangs, who has been turning a lot of heads recently. Yeah. He won 27 straight games in high school. 27 straight. That's like two years without a loss. That's pretty impressive. That's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad. Now, I don't know what kind of competition Royal City Washington was going against. Because unlike in Utah, I don't know anything about Washington high school football. Well, let me say this. Still 27 straight. Right. When was the last time Bingham produced a quarterback? Hashtag Stephen Cantwell. But Bingham's won like 28 straight games in the state of Utah. And That's true. So yeah. I, I don't know how much at the high school level, like being a, uh, winning that many straight games as a starting quarterback is meaningful. Um, I'd rather see what kind of – I mean, it, it means you're a winner, but I'd rather see like what kind of stats he put up. If he's only throwing for – 70 yards a game but his defense is just dominant and he has good running backs then right you know it doesn't mean anything that he won 27 right part part of it is it means he had a really good cast around him yeah but you also can't be a total slouch no and keep winning and winning like that because eventually eventually the quarterback is going to be the most important man on the field in just about any high school football game harriman aside um yeah that's right i said it uh (laughs) But I mean, twenty-seven straight is still twenty-seven straight. I think I think this true freshman is legit. The little bit that I've seen yeah. of him, um, and you can't count out two guys who went to Boise State because they know how to identify really good quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. One of them, by the way, originally signed with ASU, then went to Boise, then went to junior college, and uh, now he's a fifth-year senior. Is that Austin Kefensis? Sounds like it, right? Okay. Um, <laughs> no, what I'm going to say though is. Evidence in Utah high school football, you can win games without having an elite quarterback. You can have you yeah. can win games without having your quarterback even put up a decent stat line. Now, your quarterback can also kill you if he's up there throwing interceptions or taking sacks and stuff like that. But I saw a game this week where uh, Sean was actually there as well, Lone Peak Sky Ridge, where Lone Peak, I think both teams, uh, the starting quarterbacks completed less than 50% of their passes. Oh, and these are geez. both – Two quote unquote elite teams who will probably be playing at Rice Eccles Stadium um, in November 
uh, you know, top four teams in the state in their classifications. Um, and they don't really have – neither team really has a quarterback that's going to lead them there, but they're surrounded by a good cast. Same with Bingham. Bingham has a No love for Jaden Clemens. Just say it. No love. He completed less than 50% of his passes. Got the dub. Yeah. That's all that matters. Got the dub. Yeah, he got the dub because Lone Peak's quarterback completed less passes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, no, I, I think that both teams are good, but, um, in fact, they're quote-unquote elite teams in the state of Utah, but neither of them have – a great quarterback, but Jaden Clemens, Sean, we talked about it earlier. He's probably a top five quarterback in the state, production-wise. Uh, in terms of overall talent, in terms of overall athleticism, certainly. Yeah. That's that's the main thing about Clemens is he's he's crazy athletic. So while he may be a little bit of a volume passer, he can also make so many plays with his legs and with the rest of his athleticism that he can afford the occasional ill-timed pass if you will yeah yeah and um there are a lot of teams that can afford that because they have good talent around them so um yeah uh obviously that can't happen at the college level that can't happen at the nfl level certainly i mean we saw what happened with Taysom hill when he turned the ball over four times that killed the saints that's but why you need a backup like Taysom. Mm-hmm. you need a backup not a starting quarterback yeah but, yeah um I wish I were a backup NFL quarterback. That's all I'm saying. That'd be a sweet job. But the other two, uh, I also can't couldn't see over my offensive line, so yeah. I, I might not last very long. Uh, talking um, quarterbacks though in the state for college, uh, Utah and Utah State both have their guys uh, firmly entrenched in their positions. Tyler Huntley for the Utes, returning starter. Jordan Love, returning starter. Um, what are you guys expecting out of these guys this season? I think uh, I think Utah State could contend to bring a championship back to Ogden. Yeah, I really I do. I think I think they're going <laughs> to be towards the top of the Mountain Division. I don't know if they get over Boise State. Um, but they can contend for that title. Yeah, but I I think they're right up there. Wyoming's really good. They got a really good defense coming back, but their offense is a little shaky. Breaking in a new quarterback, they might be able to catch him there. Um, Utah State's really just got to get over kind of that weird game. The last couple of years, they've always lost a weird game in division play. A couple of years ago, it was New Mexico, thanks to one former Juan Diego uh, defensive lineman, Dakota Cox. Uh, Colorado State as well has tripped trip them up a lot. Interesting game, um, just based on what we saw yesterday. They were down by they, what like they thirty didn't look points, great. and then they came back and almost won. Hawaii also did not look great defensively. Yeah, Hawaii gave up a lot of points, but their quarterback's good. He's going to give uh, – is Hawaii on Utah State's schedule this year? Uh, Yes. So Hawaii is going to be an interesting game for both BYU and Utah State. So this going to be fun. It's, I'm just looking forward to the season starting. I'm looking forward to being – Maybe in Rice Eccles Stadium. We'll figure that out on Thursday. Who's going to be there? Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, and then, yeah, BYU. I think you guys need to rock, paper, scissors right now. No, nah, we'll decide this later Stadium. because I don't want to take advantage of Hema while he's <laughs> falling asleep at the mic. Dude, you guys are the ones yawning. So, um, yeah, Utah and Weber State open uh, 
their seasons on Thursday. Thursday, Thursday night. Utah State on Friday at Michigan State, and BYU Oof. Saturday at Arizona. So and two hours Tons before that, Southern Utah opening up at home McKay against Pet. Northern Alabama. McKay the Pets. fighting McKay Pets. McKay Pets Thunderbirds. Yeah. Shout out to McKay. Love it's, you, McKay. It's here. Football's here, guys. We just got our butts kicked last week co- trying to cover just the high school stuff. We're going to get destroyed this week. Yeah, this week's going to be crazy. It's be crazy. So, luckily, we have uh, the full services of one Matt Glade who will lead us into the promised land. Yeah, our ca- Captain Matt Glade is back. Oh, Captain, my captain. Yep. Matt, Matt Glade's our starting quarterback, right? He's our starting quarterback. Right. Didn't you ask that question earlier, like who's our starting quarterback? I feel like I feel like Matt Glade's the starting Glade. quarterback. Hema Hamuli's our workhorse running back. That's um, fair. Zach is our place kicker. I was saying undersized, and then, undersized slot receiver. And then <laughs> I'm rods the uh, are, rods are uh, constantly suspended for coach. Rod's, no, Rod's the head coach. coach. Rod's not the head coach. He's Rod's constantly a, Rod's the head coach, and Jeremiah Jensen is the lineman. Is the offensive is the coordinator? Defensive lineman. Yeah. No, no, no. They Rod's Rod's the head coach, and Jeremiah is the offensive coordinator. I disagree with this. One hundred percent. By the way, we never talked about fixing the UHSAA. Oh yeah, we were supposed to talk about that this week. So about like uh, realignment. Realignment. Let's think about that. We'll, and we'll have, talk about it. Yeah, we'll have to get into that I because totally I haven't forgot. thought about that. Because yeah. I actually, I think I pitched something to you the other day. Right. Um, relegation. Yeah. Well, it was relegation, but we took it to like we actually broke it down pretty well on Friday in just like an off-topic conversation yeah. about like what schools should be where and. Um, I think we kind of figured it out a little bit, but that's, I, that's the teaser right there. It's Don't too say anything late else. right now to even figure out like, sure. and try to remember what we were talking about, but we'll see Don't. ladies and gents. We'll see next week. We'll talk about it. It has to do with relegation, fixing high school boundaries. And um, one school is the Cardiff city of the UHSA. <laughs> but uh, yeah, lots of football this week, man. We're gonna have to make a graphic for like our football team. Who's who? I, I like that idea. Um, Can we make a death chart? Yeah, let's definitely. do it. Make a death chart. Let's release it. Let's release the KSL Sports Beat. Okay. Too deep. Let's do it. Stay tuned to our Twitter feed for that uh, at KSL Sports. Follow us on Instagram, KSL Sports. And uh, I am your host, Hemahimuli Jr. Uh, joining me is Zachary Hicken. Good night, everybody. And Sean Walker. Don't go betraying my heart. At Salamander underscore. Call me. Nice leather pants.